Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. Hey friends, Taylor here for a solo business episode. So this week on the podcast, we just kind of wanted to stop and be like, hey, how are you doing? How's your handmade business going? And how can we help? Recently, Katie and I got some messages from some amazing listeners who feel like they're doing all the things and they're still just not making enough sales in their handmade small business to meet their goals. That can be really disappointing and frustrating, and we've totally been there as creative entrepreneurs. Some weeks we have had crickets in our shops, been really quiet, um, low sales. We've had a couple of slow days from here and there where we might even make $0 on that day. That can be a little scary and disappointing, but it can also be normal. However, if you are not seeing much growth in your business or you're seeing that this is a pattern, you're just not satisfied about where you are, it could be time to take a look at what's going on and figure out where the disconnect is. Maybe you're not getting enough sales or revenue coming in. Or it's a different problem. Too many people you know are asking you for a discount of your handmade products, which can be so disheartening and embarrassing. Or you can even start to feel guilty about your pricing. Or you've tried running sales in the past, but you just made less money. It didn't really go anywhere. Maybe you just feel like it's not working. So next, I'm going to break down some common problems that lead you to feeling this way. And um, these are all common problems that small businesses have and handmade businesses have. They're totally normal. This is a great episode for you to get a cup of coffee or tea, a pen and paper, so that you can jot down notes as we go. But if you're driving, just visit our website, shopstudiosisters.com later when you have some time so you can get the full show notes and go through the questions that we're going to talk about together. I also want to say that Katie and I are here for you for this Real Talk episode. So if you have any specific questions about your business after you listen, we would love to try and answer those questions for you and just chat about your small business. You can reach out to us on our website or you can send us a DM on Instagram at Shop Studio Sisters. We always answer our DMs 100% of the time. So don't be shy. We will talk about some common problems in small businesses and we're going to start by going through a couple of questions that I have for you. So I want you to write down these questions and write down your answers to them. Just write down the first thing that comes to your mind. 
usually whatever you think about first is going to be the answer that makes the most sense. So don't think about this too hard. Just quickly write down the first thing that you think of. So question number one, what are my current goals for my business in this season, month, or year? Some people like to make goals just month to month, or I like to work on a 90-day system, so I work by quarter, or maybe you have a big goal for the whole year. What are your business goals for this period? Now I want you to write down, where am I at in those goals? Where are you at? Are you really far behind? You feel like you're making good progress? You have no idea? Just write down that, where you are right now, where you think you are. The next question is, what do I think might be the problem with my shop? What do I think might be the problem with my shop? This last question could be a good number of things you might have written down, like, my production times are too slow. I don't really know how to use Instagram very well, so I don't have a good online presence. Um, I feel like my supplies are too expensive. Literally any answer here is okay. There's no wrong answer to this. And the truth is every single business has ways they can improve and grow. Certainly mine does. So don't think that what you just wrote down or what you think is wrong with your business means that you are a failure. That is not true. But if you wrote down one of these next three things I'm going to talk about, I can tell you with 100% confidence that none of these are the primary reason why your business has slow sales. These are not the reasons. Okay, here we go. Reason number one, I have a small audience. Nope, not the reason that your handmade business isn't working. There are many shops that have a small audience, including mine, that have great sales. They have highly engaged customers who just like want everything they have to offer. They love engaging with the brand. They love buying. They love leaving product reviews. They love talking about your business. A small audience is not the reason that your handmade business isn't working. Reason number two, pricing. In general, with handmade art and handmade products, price is not the primary reason that people buy handmade goods. People are usually buying because it's handmade. It's unique. It's special. The quality is good. They don't want something mass produced that's super cheap. On Etsy in particular, if you are using Etsy as your e-commerce platform, most Etsy customers report that price is not really a big factor for them. So if you sell art or a creative product, or some sort of handmade goods, your pricing is probably not your problem. The third thing that's likely not your problem, your logo, your brand colors, your brand design, your profile picture. <laughs> I once read this funny quote on Facebook that said, hey girl, I know you just went through some hard stuff, but don't touch your hair. I thought this was so funny, and I felt kind of called, called out. Because when we're not sure what to do, um, one thing we have control over is our hair. So many of us will get a new haircut, like chop our hair off dramatically or dye our hair a new color. I often see the same thing with small businesses and creative entrepreneurs. 
if sales are slow or you don't have many clients, our first instinct is like, wow, I really need to design my logo. Or, yep, my website colors are totally the problem. If I switch from blue to sage green, I will 100% make more sales. No, your brand design and your logo is not the problem. It's just not. So let's get into some of the common problems that might actually be the reason that your handmade business isn't working and what you can do about them. ConvertKit is our go-to tool for email and newsletter subscriptions and automated emails. Every week, we send out a creative newsletter to all of you, our podcast listeners, to help you live your dream life. We send actionable tips for your Etsy shop and social media brand, share our behind-the-scenes process, and first access to our upcoming online courses, and we do all of it with ConvertKit. Many handmade sellers and artists use ConvertKit to build email lists of returning customers, to share behind-the-scenes photos of their work and their studios, to announce new art, new collections, and products when they launch. If you had asked me a couple of years ago about email lists, I would have laughed at you because the focus on social media is so huge, right? Yeah, I mean, a few years ago, I really didn't do anything with email, but now it's like... It's so awesome to use and to reach your customers this way. The reason that an email list is so great for you as a creative entrepreneur and the reason so many small businesses are turning to using email lists is because there's no algorithm to beat. Everyone who's on our email list actually gets the emails we send them. Not everyone who follows you on Instagram or Facebook sees what you post and actually Most people don't. So if you're looking for a way to build a stronger relationship with your audience and the people who buy your art, an email list might be the way to move the needle forward for you. We love ConvertKit because it's super simple to use and you can easily pre-schedule emails to go out well in advance, which means I never have to remember to send out a newsletter. ConvertKit has transformed my process from randomly sending out emails once in a while and forgetting to stick to a schedule to staying consistent and showing up for our followers. I feel like we can't say enough good things about ConvertKit and the future of email lists for small businesses is right there. So if you want to learn more about this tool, visit shopstudiosisters.com slash ConvertKit to get a free ConvertKit plan. One common problem that small businesses have is consistency. You might not be posting regularly on social media. Your website is outdated, has old information. You only update your Etsy shop listing sporadically, or you're not consistent with what you send out to your email list. Or you do post on social media, but you only talk about sales, or you never talk about sales. You aren't using keywords and hashtags effectively on your own website, on Pinterest, and on Etsy. In the case of Etsy, maybe you're not filling out all the attributes correctly. You are not using video pins. You're not offering free shipping. You are asking your family and friends to favor your items, which actually trends down your conversion rate. Are you identifying with one or more of these problems, friends? If you said yes, 
or you put a check mark next to one of these or you jotted this down. Actually, that's great. It means you've identified a place to improve and to show up for your business. That's a good thing. So don't get discouraged. And now let's talk about some solutions and strategies to consider. Step one, if you are not sure what isn't working or you think it might be some of the problems I just named, go back to the basics. Let's talk about SEO. SEO is search engine optimization. This is the keywords and tags that align with your customers when they put something into the search box on Etsy or Google and they search cute baby clothes or boho planner stickers or crocheted handmade octopus doll. So these are all keyword searches. And so your SEO are your tags that help your customers find you, the tags that you put in on different search platforms. Do you need to refresh some of these keywords? Like how long has it been since you actually went back through the keywords that you're using in your listings? Or maybe you've never really understood what SEO was and so you've kind of just been ignoring it. SEO might sound overwhelming or time consuming, but we've actually created a free guide for you on how to learn the basics of SEO, what a long tail keyword is, and some basic do's and don'ts of Etsy search and tags. And you can learn all of this in just 15 minutes. To get this free guide, visit our website, shopsudiosisters.com and download it today. Another Back to the basic solution is to revisit your product descriptions. When was the last time you actually updated them? Do they describe outdated seasons like this would make a great Christmas gift and it's actually June? So think about that. Go back through your descriptions. Maybe they could be updated. Are your products on trend and in style? Are these things that people are actually still buying? Let me give you a couple of examples. Let's say that you make... um, party supplies, and kids' party decorations. Right now, unicorns are really popular. Mermaids are super popular for kids' parties. Um, But on the other hand, a few years ago, cowboys and bandana prints and paisley prints are really popular. Right now, nobody would be buying that on Etsy or very, very few people are buying that on Etsy. So think about the styles of items you make or the colors that you make. And we actually have another podcast episode on styles and trends that we're loving right now. And you can visit that on our website, Apple or Spotify, and find the episode about styles and trends for 2021 if you're thinking that maybe it's time for you to update some things in the style of your product. If you've had strong sales in the past, but you haven't given your business much attention lately, it's probably time for a refresh of some kind. It doesn't have to be a complete overhaul that's overwhelming, but it might be time to refresh in one of these areas. Material, colors, new photos. Basically, take some time to do some research on Pinterest, Instagram, and blogs and figure out what's trending and what is making customers excited about the kind of product that you sell. You might need to pivot in a small way. You could start a new product line. You could bundle existing products as a pack or a set to sell together. 
You could create DIY kits of the kind of product that you make. This has become very popular on Etsy. Um, I think that search results for these are way, way up for all kinds of DIY kits. This might be a really great fit for some, but not others, but think about if it would work for you. Or it might be time to increase your traffic with new forms of outreach. You could do Instagram takeovers, guest blogs, create an ambassador program, and develop referral codes. There's lots of different options here, but if you've kind of been doing the same thing for a long time, it might just be time to shake things up. The goal is for you to get out of a rut, improve your process so that you either one, increase your traffic, or two, increase your sales conversion, or three, both. Instead of sitting around thinking like, gosh, I wonder why I can't get more sales like I see other sellers doing, um, I want to encourage you to sit down and just do this kind of simple audit of your business and work through these problems. Let's take a minute and talk about posting and social media growth and outreach as one of the strategies to get your handmade business working again. If you're a calendar kind of person, you might need to make a content calendar and really stick to it. And think about whether or not your posting strategy is out of touch with your audience. Maybe you're posting only about products you sell. You're literally just reposting the product photos you have on Etsy onto Instagram with maybe a couple hashtags. Your customers want to know more about your products and about your brand and about who you are on Instagram. Customers value tutorials, how to use your product, how to care for it, how it's sustainable, what the style is, other things that go with it. (laughs) These are all good things to talk about. On the other hand, though, Maybe some of you aren't talking to your audience about your products at all, like you feel guilty or scared to actually mention what you sell. So try to find some balance here. A good rule of thumb is 80% value to your customer and 20% sales. So that means 80% of the time you should post something that's helpful, educational, funny, or inspiring. And 20% of the time you should post, this item is for sale. You can write a plan that seems like it's a good fit for you. Like it doesn't have to be exactly 80-20. Maybe for some of you, it might be more like every ninth Instagram post, um, I'll put a product for sale or make an announcement about something and how much it costs. So do what feels good to you, but try to become consistent with what you post. Here are a couple more ideas. On your Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook profile, do you have any links to your business at all? Do people in your community and online know what you do? I want to encourage you to write one sentence that describes what you do, what you sell, and who you sell to. For example, we design, print, and cut handmade stickers for travelers, artists, and planners. Or if you do crochet and you sell crochet, you could say, I make personalized crochet dolls for kids who want a special friend to go everywhere with them. Or if you work with clay and you make jewelry, you could say, I create handmade clay jewelry for people inspired by nature. 
This might seem really basic, but summing up what you do and who it's for is a really easy way to tell people about your shop in a way that doesn't feel spammy or salesy. So I want you to take the sentence and put it in all of your social media profiles. You could even add it to your email signature if you want to go a little farther and put a link to your shop because you should be proud of your shop. You create unique, handmade, beautiful things. So be proud of what you do and share it with your friends and family. If you sell primarily from your website or an e-commerce platform like Etsy, you need to take a hard look at your SEO and keywords. I know I mentioned this briefly at the beginning of the episode, but keywords play a very big role in e-commerce and many sellers have never even touched the SEO on their own websites or in Etsy. If you want to learn more about SEO, We do have an episode on our podcast called SEO Basics for Etsy, and you can find that on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also visit our website, shopstudiosisters.com, to get the free fast guide to Etsy SEO that I mentioned earlier in the podcast. That's an instant download. You can start work on your Etsy SEO in just 15 minutes today. In this guide, we help you work through keyword research really, really quickly, and we also help you understand what a long-tail keyword is, how you need to put that at the beginning of your titles and tags, and we talk about some simple do's and don'ts. So definitely go check out those resources if you realize that you haven't spent much time on keywords. At this point, I hope that you've identified maybe some of these areas that you're doing really well in and some where you could spend more time. It's totally okay to acknowledge that your shop is not where you want it to be, but you're working on getting there. You've identified multiple problems maybe about your shop during this episode. And if that's the case, I do not recommend tackling them all at once. Do not leave this podcast episode thinking, okay, by the end of today, I've got to fix my SEO, take new photos and add new products. Don't do that. Instead, take those notes, write a list of all the areas you could improve in and solutions and just pick one area to focus on for the next 30 days. You can start with SEO, or you could start by committing to a consistent schedule of posting on Instagram or Pinterest, or whatever feels most achievable to you to start with so that you aren't stressed and you can have a quick win that feels really good because you know you really worked on something awesome in your business. And when you finish that, then you can move on to the next thing on the list that uh, you can do to improve in in your business. By running through these common problems that handmade shops have and some of the solutions, you will be able to work on getting your shop going at its best. And you can feel confident in working on a strategy of growth instead of feeling frustrated or disappointed in your shop's current sales. We would love to talk to you about what you can do right now personally. So if you have additional questions, reach out to us on Instagram at Shop Studio Sisters. We always answer our DMs and emails. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really hope that it's been helpful for your handmade business and to you as a creative entrepreneur because we want you to live your best life possible.